Welcome back, guys. Uh, this is K-pop fighting, and I'm the co-host TYB. And this is Gyun. Yeah. Well, it has been a while, but like, it the uh, weather became much colder in Korea. It seems like I'm sorry, guys. We always talk about weather. <laughs> oh <laughs> It's yeah. It's kind of so cliche, but it's freaking cold. So like, whew. yeah. <laughs> but unlike me, you're a singer. So like, for you, getting a cold is a bit more serious. Uh, yeah, because you get the runny nose all the time. Yeah. Uh, sore throat. Like that's killing me basically. So you're. Is there anything you like prepare or you do oh, to ca- take care of you? Yeah. So what I do nowadays is that I, I actually bought like a little, uh, but uh, what do you call it? Like balaclava. Oh, okay, okay. So like you all, to to cover up my whole face. Okay. Uh, including my neck. So like I walk around with basically a ski mask. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might work. Yeah, actually, it works. Uh. It might look a little bit odd. It might look a little bit hostile, but I'm just uh, using the ski mask to basically cover uh, my throat. Makes you like look like a Kanye West or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one album, Isis. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. kind of uh, took the aesthetics from that album. Oh, really? Yeah. I I, I, I like that album too. Maybe I should have get one of those. Yeah, ski you, masks. you should uh, with the red ski mask. Yeah, yeah. Like I how should. how Ye did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. Actually, he just was the one album, the first album that I got disappointed when I, when it first came out. Oh yeah. But then now it's one of my favorite. Yee <laughs> yeah, album. for sure. It's like crazy. Every time I listen, it just makes makes me just you know vibe. It's just crazy album. Oh. It it was it was really ahead of his time. Yeah, I just I was not good enough to understand his album back yeah. then. Yeah, <laughs> even I uh right now when I make music. Yeah. Uh, or when I mix stuff, or oh. when I uh, produce stuff, I really take inspiration from that album. Oh, nice! So it's like a decade ahead of its time, basically. That kind of makes sense because your music, which will come out like, well, it sort of came out a little, right? There's yeah, it a music did. Video like feels it, like it, that. it did come out uh, yesterday from the time of this being recorded. Yeah, and everyone will be able to. Listen to this. Hopefully, when this episode is released, for sure. Yeah, uh, there has been like a few distribution problems because we <laughs> turned in the files a bit too late. Uh, but it's out on everywhere right now, except the uh, except Spotify, which you'll have to pretty soon. So. Yeah, but if you guys like have YouTube, I mean, you guys probably will. Uh, you can just go and watch the music video, yeah. or like use Apple Music or whatever. Nice. Yeah, it is out. The the theme, the 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 reason why I pointed out it was this that the theme of your music and the visuals and the sound and its cyberpunk theme kind of fits well with Aegis actually. Yeah, I really uh mix mix the whole electronic dance music, uh the for instance like the synthesizer bass, sure, and like these like metallic drums, oh, and these little effects, sure. Uh, with the guitar, acoustic guitar, uh, with electric guitar, so it whole created this eerie, uh, ethereal, uh, ambient type of alternative rock song. So mm, nice, that's very interesting. So like, well, we were 
planning to talk about Mad Clown, but like before that, we can talk about that too. Because, oh, yeah. Because feels like death is out pretty soon. So I was wondering, like, is there anything like inspiration you you like got other than Yeejus, like the lyrics or stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, so the main inspiration was Frank Ocean. Oh. Uh, the guy who's not going to be seen too, too much now. <laughs> uh, I hope we get to, but I don't think we will. But uh, I love his music. Yeah. Just wish him he's coming back. But the, yeah. <laughs> the, the main inspiration was this one Frank song called Ivy. Mm. It was in the 2016 album Blonde. Uh, yeah, yeah. And my song, Feels Like Death, it talks about a failed love. Okay. Uh, just a summer fling. You know, one of those summer nights where you get to uh, meet your significant other, mm-hmm. but it didn't turn out well. Sure. Uh, and I really set the settings, uh, and I really got the inspiration from Ivy, because Ivy talks about like a similar type of love, which mm-hmm. didn't work out well. Sure. And I actually like I did did a little punchline like uh, wordplay on the bridge part of my song. I, I said like, just be frank. The feeling deep down is good. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a little, uh, funny wordplay that I did. Yeah, it is. It, the sound of your song, like, cause, it's still. I think it's not. It's out of the most music platform, but no, the mm-hmm. I, no, no. What I mean, the your first, not the real first song, but sort of first song I know was. Oh, yeah. It's still, I think, in YouTube. I think. Yeah, it is on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, and then that song and this song is both of of them are very like guitar based sound and like very, you know, alternative alternative rock feels in it. Is that like is there any reason why? Like, I mean, I love that kind of sound, but yeah, I think that's because I um, got inspired by rock music. Okay. Uh, I mean, I grew up listening to um, you know Nirvana, like Foo Fighters. Mm. That's uh, very interesting because, like, you're, I mean, we should not generalize the generation, but, like, your age, many people think, is, oh yeah, like, post-rock generation, like, when rock is really dead, sort of, uh-huh. you know? But, like, you're saying you got inspiration from the rock, which is very interesting. Uh, I think that is because, uh, I mean, of course I am the post-rock generation, yeah. but I do have, I did have access to YouTube, so. Sure. I, like... Growing up, I listened to a lot of My Chemical Romance. Oh, I was so an emo nice. boy, basically. Oh. Michael Chemical Romance was hot when I was in like in high school too. That oh was yeah, like a, it was like an anthem for like the emo. Yeah, like the Black Parade and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 all actually, those music is pretty awesome. Actually, even from now. I'm yeah, like, uh, crazy guitars. Yeah, uh, like crazy album themes and all the emotions it's it's like full of emotions it yeah. has like certain emotion that you can't deny and like yeah. that's that's very to me that's very interesting cuz like rock seems to be out but like now it's growing again yeah like there was this Netflix sitcom called Aaron and Aaron uh-huh that out like it's not Netflix actually it's uh, American sitcom but is distributed by Netflix right now okay. it's about Asian girl and white guy who became like a brothers and sister because their parents got remarried. Uh-huh. But they're both like a the Asian girl is a rock girl uh-huh. and the Caucasian guy is a pop guy. 
Okay. They have to mingle together and you know get get together and like yeah. learn to live <laughs> together basically. So their personality is gonna be like o- the polar opposite. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. So like the nice, calm guy and very revolutionary. Oh yeah. Girl, and they're always fighting each other. But like, sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, sounds very interesting. But actually, what I did not like, it was a really good idea, but like. It was too tamed, you know what I mean? I was too safe. Oh, yeah. I understand why, because clearly it's for the kids, teenagers. Okay. It's like yeah. Disney says calm. Yeah, so it was kind of like the kissing booth level of safe. Oh, I mean, even more. Oh. <laughs> like, it's a kids sitcom, Disney sitcom level of safety. Oh, so that that's like PG rated. Yeah, 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 almost like Disney yes. sitcom. Okay. Like <laughs> so that was, to me, I felt... Oh, if it's teenager, you have to be at least kissing booth or probably pushing a bit more. Yeah, like more Stranger time. Things yeah. or kissing booth level. Yeah, and it's a bit more than that, but like yeah. it could get darker. But like, which is what your song is, I think. It feels like that. Is yeah, pretty actually interesting. Like the, I really like the aesthetics of your music video, but like it's very retro it's not even retro uh, <laughs> it's like <what>? old <laughs> what i was trying to recreate was yeah uh actually it was not supposed to be a music video at oh, first really? because i was in the middle of photo shoot sure. uh i took the album cover uh okay. in that studio uh but you know we have the camcorders like the 90s type camcorders and the cameras ready so I was like, fuck it, let's shoot a music video. Mm. So it's more like a visualizer rather than a music video. But mm. I really tried to recreate the surveillance ca- surveillance camera, like, you know, the one you see at Walmart or the one you see at sure. wherever you are. Sure. So I was trying to th- recreate that I was being watched by someone, mm. that I was being uh, s- stalked? Uh, stalked and... So my uh, acting was pretty intense in the mm. music video, and I was like, I looked really pissed off, and I looked really stressed out. So that's the whole theme. This like third person view is supposed to represent, uh, you know, my feelings in the song. So I was oh. really stressed out. I was really uh, stuff like that. That's really good. I think that you didn't like plan to to like shoot the music video, but you just. You know, did it like yeah, we did it with your just, <laughs> just you know, with your just feelings and you know just oh this you just got it right this this yeah. is what we gotta do this intuition that's I think great because like many things that are like best are like created by intuition like that's that's yeah. really interesting so like hmm is there any like so like I'm I don't know like it kind of reminds me that like wondering you said it's of course. Uh, inspired by Frank Ocean's music but I feel like it's more of a story driven and like visual driven so like was mm-hmm. there anything like like in your life episode or was it more like a your maybe movie or art or uh, visual that you just got yeah uh, I, I would say it, it was from the life uh, episode but okay. it's not exactly like the song. Yeah, you have to tweak, tweak uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, like I never, I never was, or I, ne- I'm not an alcoholic, <laughs> <laughs> and I never got into a fist fight with someone drunk. Uh, but you know, th- that's that's for this, for the story. That's I, just for the plot. I yeah, don't worry, guys. Yeah. I can see if this is his studio, and there's only one Heineken beer. Clearly yeah, there's there's, there's only a only a can, uh, and I was trying to celebrate. 
uh, the finished uh, project uh, by by my mommy. Yeah. (laughs) Very healthy amount of amakong. But I did have an experience Mm. uh, regretting my decisions in a relationship or a failed relationship. It's like more vague. In a vague way, it was your experience. Okay. Yeah. uh, So I really put put that specific feeling into it, but... I never uh, had like this one summer fling that just failed uh, with the fight or anything. And no, that's, uh, but that's. I mean, you don't need to kill someone to make a you know like a gangster rap. Yeah, song. A gangster rap song. You don't need to do that. I mean, I mean, I mean, so, you would get discredited for it, but still. <laughs> well, in, in the hip hop community. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Jay Z once did like a interview in Netflix show with the. I think yeah at the talk show and he said like many rappers fake their lyrics. I mean even Jay Z. I mean, he he pulled a whole mafia gimmick, but yeah, he, he's not he's not like a Corleone type of mafia. No no, he's no. Not. I mean and all his he's probably not that much of a drug dealer either. So I mean yeah, I mean even Pusha T. <laughs> <laughs> probably, I can see that actually. I kind of think. Most of the lyrics that Kanye West says is probably real. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a nut job, basically. Oh, yeah, he is. A, I, I sometimes I feel like he's more like extreme in real life than his yeah. lyrics. <laughs> I mean, I love him though. I love him for it. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I gotta admit, he's a nut job. Like, oh, yeah, I love his music, but like, he, he's clearly a broken man. <laughs> yeah, he's way out of his mind. <laughs> Like he's in third person mode. Like. Basically, basically, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, I kind of like 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 this whole music thing. So like, we'll just I don't know. Feels like that will come soon, but at the but like I think once you get to know him, you get to enjoy this more. Hopefully, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> is there anything like you want to like, you know, tell the audience like when you're feeling? I mean, it's kind of weird because like music is just you get it when you hear it. Uh, so yeah. it's hard to say it because it's if it's movie you can talk about like two hours and three hours. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. But like it's a bit different. But like, was there anything you want to like point out like that would mm-hmm. make, m- like make your music more like entertaining or anything? Uh, what I what I want to point out is that it's not that complicated. Uh, mm. it's just straight up, straight up love song, yeah, straight, yeah, straight yeah, up yeah, like yeah. a simple song. Yeah. Uh. And most of my music is that way, so that's good. Yeah, and I just want uh, people to, you know, free their mind and like do what whatever while listening to my music. Uh, but this song in particular is pretty emotional, so yeah, I would recommend you guys to go on a walk or like go to the, uh, go driving or you know ride a bicycle. I mean, even if it's like cold outside. <laughs> it's pretty I mean, cool. Though. Walk your dog while listening to my music. It'll sure. definitely make your day better. Oh, uh, nice. I mean, it, it might not make you happier, but it will s- put you in a certain mood. Mm. Uh, if you like uh, those type of mood. Nice. Yeah. Like, because I I can't stop thinking about like what you're listening to your music. I feel like I was watching like some kind of manga or movie or something oh yeah and it has a kind of vibe in it mm-hmm. it's a very emotional vibe in it yeah but still it's not too slow or like normal typical ballad or anything you know so that's good yeah yeah uh, the I think uh, the main that real the real real inspiration that I got from this 
uh, th- that I put into this song was probably a song from Brockhampton. Oh. Uh, I really listened to a lot of Brockhampton this summer. Uh, late late summer exactly mm-hmm. like really late awesome. August, uh, early September. Pretty se- yeah, recent actually. Yeah, there's a there's this song called Team mm-hmm. and Summer by Brockhampton. Mm-hmm. The guitars are really wet, really destroyed, but the vocals are really beautiful. Sure. They're very melancholy, melancholic. Uh. And that was basically my background music of my summer this year. So hmm. that really, when I was working on this song, it, it really set me in a certain mood that was very melancholic and very depressing, but beautiful at the same time. Oh. So. so that's interesting because when I'm, as a writer, always put music to, like using music to like mm-hmm. suit my or say, set my mood up. Like, if I'm writing a novel about cyberpunk, oh, yeah. I would probably put a music on, like, Yeezus, I guess. Oh, yeah. Or, like... Daft Punk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Daft Punk, or Weekend, maybe, or, yeah. like, a... Tame Impala or yeah, something. Yeah, or soundtrack from Tenet. Oh, yeah. Something like that. That's very dope. That's fire. That's awesome, man. But So, like, that's how I use it, but I didn't know, like, the musicians use that the same thing, because, like... Because musicians, you have to listen to your own work. So I wasn't oh, yeah. sure if you would use your mu- other person's uh, music. So. I mean, I I didn't like <laughs> take take the part of the song and like I I didn't copy it. Of course, but, of course not. Yeah. Uh, I I I didn't even like use it as a reference track or anything. But yeah, I don't still, feel anything. Yeah. Uh, but still, that specific emotion that I got listening to the song. Yep. yep. Uh, and I really used that same emotion into it. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like how uh, "Can't Tell Me Nothing" by Kanye West <laughs> has similar feelings to uh, I don't know, like G Dragon's "One of a Kind." I don't know, like it's that similar, similar like I can see glorious yeah, yeah. victory type of feeling into emotion, it. Emotion, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just like that. I can see. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I I think it's interesting, like because. It's that emotion, the inspiration that you take. You don't need to, like, you shouldn't, but also you don't even need to, like, take a portion of it. Like, because no. you just mm-hmm. have that vibe and mood and emotions and yeah. put that in it. That's very interesting. Yeah. That, that, that is, to me, very interesting to talk about because, like, music always creates this vibe in your life. Yeah. And speaking of vibe, Today I was listening to Mad Clown when I was, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> when I was doing a ri- writing right now because like, cause today morning we had to like talk about I knew in the afternoon we had to talk about Mad Clown mm-hmm. and like I, see I listened to like Bad Blood or the Joker the Joker that, oh yeah, recent tracks more hip hop tracks but it's been so long since I listened to his like ballad or pop songs mm-hmm. like like all those songs so like I listened and I realized oh my gosh these songs are all like very very popular songs yeah yeah it was very interesting so technically your boss is not Mad Clown Mommy's Home yeah uh, there are two separate artists yeah two separate egos (laughs) but like but like today we are talking about Mad Clown who is so technically not Dune's boss but I think we have to talk about Mad Clown because he's one of the 
so like what should I say icon between like rap hip hop or indie and K-pop right which is I think very something that we have to talk about kind of what we like to talk about actually so is there so like before we start is there anything like you felt about Mad Cloud like anything uh you knew or like yeah so he was probably like one of my first Mm-hmm. Uh, K rap, K hip hop rappers that I really listened to mm-hmm. because uh, when I first came back from America, oh. came back to Korea, uh, and there was this one uh, drama, K drama, that was on. Uh, I don't know the English title for it. It's probably like the Descendants of the Sun or whatever. Oh yeah, Taeyang yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, I know that one. The song, the 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 drama was about like the romance. Within like the military, yep, yep. Uh, the all, army, uh, the army, and all that, but Mad Clown was actually uh, in a soundtrack for that drama. Yeah, that song was. Yeah, that popular. that song was actually really successful, mm-hmm. and I was really surprised that the this type of voice, this type of rap, is actually on the charts. Mm. Uh, I mean, like he's really uh, mainstream, and his vo- his lyrics are really mainstream, but. That really aggressive type of like hardcore rap is in like a these K-pop song, and that, yeah. and overall it's really successful. So I really like dug deep into it, and I like listened to his like older stuff. Actually, that's very interesting because like that song is called like "Again You" something. Like yeah, that? yeah. Order. That was to me very very like interesting because. Unlike the other guys, like, what should I say? Mad Clown's ballad has some kind of extreme in it, like extreme yeah. emotion. It's 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 ballad, it's ballad pop, but it's a bit different. Like mm-hmm. like his music is not tame. No, like that that's raw emotion. Yeah, it's very raw and it's very. Oh, what should I say? It's very. It's it kind of gives you some kind of icky feeling in it, yeah. which is good in a good way. So it's not the factory music that you can just see everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't feel forced. Uh, yeah. You know, like all these like Korean ballad songs. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of them are very R and B songs. Like I don't want to like bash the whole genre, but some of them are. Some yeah. of them are really, really, really forced mainstream yeah uh, factory like ma- like a manufactured music. yeah i but mean sa- same with k-hip-hop also but true true yeah i think that again you that song is i think the first song you can you get to listen to when you're listening like the spotify created med clown playlist yeah. that's it shows you how popular it is in the in korea it would be probably the other songs mm-hmm. but in korea it is that's interesting. To me, he was always this like a ballad rap guy, but like then the bad blood that that performance was to me very interesting because mm-hmm. that kind of gave me like there no one cares about it now, but like in the 2000s there was this war between real hip hop versus like ballad pop rap. Yeah. They, they sort of thought of the mainstream rappers as like the traitors yeah so there was this big fight between those two and yeah. like and there was always this you know fight like like Mad Clown and Sunny are fake 
but is dynamic duo fake or not? Why is it not fake? He or epic high or epic uh-huh. high because they have like a very pop element title elementary tree like dynamic duos. Many of their t- title track is like basically now's R and B like mainstream yeah. R and B basically. So why is it not? It it, it had that kind of conflict conflict like which doesn't care now but. To me, I'm pointing out this not because it's conflict itself, but to me, bad blood and everything kind of gave me, makes, and it's for me, makes me like feel like he kind of escaped that, that useless conflict. Yeah. His, that allegation. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a true hip hop and he's also a true ballad rapper. Yeah. No one cares. He's it's just, just music. Like, that's just him. Like, yeah. Real and, music. And for him, it's part of real himself. So yeah. it doesn't matter. It kind of sort of. So like after that, I was kind of very interested in him and like feel like his music has some kind of vibe that is very important in K-pop. So and also it's very interesting. Only Koreans dis- try to distinguish between K-hip-hop and K-pop. Mm-hmm. Like for Americans, they even put EXO or like straight kids in k-hip-hop genre it's just they just don't care yeah yeah uh, i think like it is just not cool to like keep a boundary and gatekeep everything mm-hmm. like i think that is just stupid <laughs> like w- like what w- like k-hip-hop k-pop uh i mean i consider myself as a k-pop artist but i sometimes make k-hip-hop music sometimes make k-pop music like mm-hmm. I don't think it's this that it's really that good. It's it's not a good idea to gate bound like make a boundary for everything mm-hmm. or gatekeep it. Interesting. And I think Mad Clown was really like the first one, one of the first ones to uh get get like crucified for that, like crucified for the like for the boundaries and all that. He's only one who actually survived it, I think. Who uh, for sure? Yeah, who maintain managed to you know go against it and won it basically. Yeah, killed off all of it. Yeah, and some others like include like Little Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's my homie, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Big bro, shout yeah. out to him. That's great. I I actually think that's why one of the reasons why why we want to actually share this. It's he's kind of like a balance and like a bridge between k-pop and k-hip-hop in yeah the scene. and which and even like gyun is kind of like that and the beautiful noise itself is kind of like that too i guess so let's well before soul company he, there's not a whole lot of thing we can talk about he was raised in america just like you actually yeah he uh he attended like high school and college yeah a little bit of college like yeah. colorado and then he just had a homesick sort of just came back yeah. to Korea just for whatever reason probably homesick but then he just became a rapper and that I think is very important that he had some kind of like American like background which happens yeah. like repeatedly <laughs> someone got a musical inspiration life inspiration from America. yeah it's a cliche now <laughs> yeah yeah it's I think it's because America is like a you know, center of all the entertainment. Yeah, like, all pop music, all yeah. movies, yeah, all the entertainment. So like you get inspiration from it, and you can you kind of get ahead. Mm-hmm. And then he was part of Soul Company, which Soul Company was like the indie hip hop label yeah. back then. 
they made like really lo-fi to yeah, the yeah, music yeah, yeah. also like, sort of like very jazz hip-hop like mm-hmm. very conscious hip-hop yeah so sort of like the common or talib kali those kind of music. yeah yeah like and then ironically now doug quiet like a king of trap but he was yeah part of that soul company which is really crazy because during the soul company times the quiet had that sort of uh uh like uh talib quali yeah uh, most deaf almost oh, deaf definitely uh, yeah. type of feeling like really a conscious rapper but now he's sort of more like rick ross yeah uh, like maybach music type feeling yeah. in his music so it's interesting like the soul company i think if i remember correctly bad clown's first song single was featuring to a map the play i think yeah probably like q train yeah 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 and um, then he made more singles and made music. Actually, even from the start, I listened to his first albums. There were like ballad feeling in it. And anything goes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. album was a classic. <laughs> but also, his music was very dark too. Like he, yeah. Like his music is like his rap is very, like the diction is like crazy, crystal clear, you know, and very emotional and. Yeah. <laughs> I always like whenever people. Like the foreigners, whenever whenever I'm like introducing Mad Clown to someone who doesn't know Mad Clown, who are mostly foreigners, because Koreans pretty much all know Mad yeah. Clown. But yeah. like when I whenever I introduce him, I say he's pretty much like a Korean Eminem, mm-hmm. like, cause like he has a very darker alter ego and darker tone in his yeah. lyrics and very high tone and very very well trained. <laughs> he always had that sort of underground feeling in yeah. him, even when he's doing some mainstream music. Yeah, like that's same with Eminem. Like when Eminem yeah. does a monster, I mean, Monster is like a, one of the pop, pop, pop single. Yeah, like, or Love the Way You Lie. Yeah, yeah like uh, those are pop rap. But like when Eminem does it, it feels a bit more darker. He shows every single layer of his emotions. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. It's not like B.O.B. type of real pop music. It's like... <laughs> or Flo Rida. Yeah, Flo Rida type of like real pop music. It's like very darker. There's some kind of, you know, bittersweet, just more complex layer of emotion in it. Yeah. That's same with, I think, Mad Clown. So, because like, Mad Clown, after a couple years of like, being in the Soul Company, Soul Company kind of crushed. Oh, yeah. With many reasons. But then he went to the K-pop com- company, actually, the Starship company, right? Which was really unexpected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, co- but Starship back then was c- recruiting Sunny and those kind of... Uh, no, not Sunny. Sunny was actually JYP. Yeah, Sunny was JYP. That's pretty hectic. <laughs> Who was with Mad Clown? Well, anyway, Brother Sue was there. Yeah, sure. yeah, like, yeah. Brother Sue. Yeah, those indie rap R&B guys. Producers. Like, yeah, producers were in Starship back then. And Mad Clown was one of them, actually. So, like, his first hit single was this Crazy in Love. You know this song? Like, oh, yeah. This song was, like, a big, big mega hit. Like, crazy. Yeah. Like, everyone knew this song. Yeah. Uh, even when I was like really young, mm-hmm. like when I w- went to karaoke with my friends, some of them actually like sang the song. Uh, Back uh, then, uh, oh. yeah, o- along with Geeks, oh. Mad Clown was like really on that level. Yeah, it was like a pop 
rap, like a king of pop rap. Yeah, really. And I still remember there was like this sort of like a SNL type, like legendary comedy show called Gag Concert. <laughs> For sure. And one of the skit that it always started with the stupid in love. This like yeah, this like, uh, yeah, 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 part of the song yeah. because it has a like a sure it's a ballad rap but it has a darker deeper emotion that you can't see in other ballad rap because ballad rap are usually very pop and very tamed like like you know like MC Mong type of tamed music, oh yeah very pop mainstream oriented music but when Mad Clown does it even the hook is very darker like the emotion yeah uh, and you know, like within the song, uh, when the chorus comes in, it's very, uh, I guess, melancholy mm-hmm. and beautiful. And it's really chill, like really catchy. But in the verses, Mad Clown goes in like he's mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's super angry. Yeah. Uh, and it's hard. It's not an elevator rap. <laughs> no. Basically. You can't ignore his rap. It's just. Yeah, it's just he just goes in and he like snaps. Uh, yeah, he's very raw in his ballad rap. I yeah, think, which is very. And I think like even though he was mainstream, I mean he still is. He but, is, yeah. Uh, even though he was mainstream, he never faked his emotion in not his songs. And he all. never faked it. So. Not at all. Not at all. He just, he just uh, uh, had to be mainstream like. He was mainstream for his emotions. Like he, he didn't like try hard, mm-hmm. or he didn't fake it to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think for me that's the main difference. For me, I think he was very honest about himself. Like yeah. he said in the interview, like answering the question, "Why did you go to Starship Entertainment?" He just said, "Because they're sister." <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Back then, sister was like I right now, like that yeah. high level, like a one of the top girl group idol. Yeah, they were the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you know the stupid in love, what had a soyu like the sister. Yeah, the the fe- guest feature from sister. Yeah, she was like a queen of cook basically back then, mm-hmm. like featuring and it worked very well. And like now I remember there was Jeonggi-go. Oh right, right. There was Jeonggi-go and K-Will. K-Will is more mainstream R&B, but Jeonggi-go is like very yeah, like underground oriented R&B singer. So yeah, Jeonggi-go was like one of those R&B uh like OGs. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Like like featured in like Epic High's yeah, underground yeah. albums. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And then he did like albums and he and like D's and Jimbo. Those were like oh, under- yes. R&B underground R&B OGs. Yes, yes. So like. He kind of learned how what K-pop is and like how indie musicians like Jeonggi-go and himself or Brother Su can, you know, survive and like in the expansion of K-pop, mm-hmm. which I think worked really well. Yeah, it turned out great. Like the Starship had I've right now. Well, Starship had a bit harder time, but like now they have. Oh, what is the group? The Monster X. Monster X. Yeah, they have Monster X. They're like, super successful. Yeah, one of the biggest boy group ever <laughs> right now. Yeah. At top five for sure. Currently. Yeah, currently at top five for sure. And like those big guys and like, and Brother Sue, to me, 
is kind of in should be in the history of K-pop because mm-hmm, he sure. made the music. The what is it called? Uh, I need you by oh, yeah. BTS. That's like the starting point of like the of the of the globalization. Yeah, like the legend K-pop. of BTS yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> <laughs> like he was, they were big and their music were awesome even before that. But just I don't know, like the song that Brother Sue produced, "I Need You," was a bit different. It had some crazy melancholy vibe in it, and yeah. it's just. Bombarded the chart, the global chart. It's so good. Like he was in his bag, actually. Like he was that. That was crazy. That, that, I really like that song, also. Yeah, me too. I, that's one of my favorite BTS song, even even right now. My yeah, along with uh like Run, yeah, like Fire, sure. From that era, that's probably my favorite song. Uh-huh. I like those music too, but like and then like Brother Sue's name is in that. Was history of BTS and that kind of means a lot. I mean, for sure. And Madclan was, you know, foreseeing it. <laughs> yeah. And also, he featured so many like female girl group artists, like and also like, so Jinshil, Suran. Oh yeah. Like there were so many like Davichi, like all those like Punch Stalajang, like all those like pop singers or oh, yeah. K-pop singers or like. Oh, Borsa, Bor Four. Oh like, man, yeah, they did like Th- that. That either. that is a banger. Yeah, that was. was <laughs> I can't one. find my uh, house or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, that's I can't was... find that. Those like, he made many trying. So like, I was very interested. Like one of my friend, I had I was trying to explain her who Mami Son is, <laughs> and she didn't get it. And then I, for no reason, tried to explain her Mad Clown, and she knew Mad Clown. I'm like. Wow, Mad Clown and Mami Son are these two rivals who have pretty much the same similar voice. <laughs> but most Koreans would now think more of Mami Son because Mami Son had more recent hit singles. Yeah. But for for the K-pop fans from foreign countries, they knew Mad Clown more because of all the works that he did with the yeah. K-pop singers, especially female singers, and the impact on uh, K K dramas as oh, well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like the Taeyang and Wind, all those like the Descendant of Sun yeah. and stuff like that. That that makes sense. Yeah, and that was like one of the heydays. But what shocked me was that hap- he left Starship already five years ago, a long time ago. Yeah, and right after he uh, leaves the company, he started his own. Well, it's not him. Mami Son started uh, his own company. Uh, right, right. <laughs> technically, Mami Son started a label, and Med Clown was like one of the main guy, the mastermind who, by no reason, takes all the copyright of Mami Son. For some reason. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> whoever knows, uh, whoever let knows. me know. <laughs> but then is, is the era of beautiful noise, and actually, we. Have don't need to talk much about like what he does in beautiful because like beautiful noise and uh, Mad Clown doesn't have a link actually except he's uh, always a featured artist. <laughs> uh, for uh, but uh, I don't know when whenever uh, there's a concert. Mad Clown wants to like he can join the concerts or potentially he might actually join the label I don't know <laughs> <laughs> well uh, he and Mami Son your boss did a featuring track together right right the, what is it the Joker Joker right right yeah and the, that, the most recent one yeah that was very actually clever it talks 
it, he kind of, you know, spits all the things that's just near him, basically. Like, yeah. All the emotions and stuff. And, and the stuff that pisses him off, basically. basically yeah. Yeah. He just talks about it and, like, you know, spit it and, like, it was very hardcore. Just it, it was really funny because the song actually had that West Side yeah. hip-hop, West Coast hip-hop into like element into it. Yeah. But the artist is Mad Clown. Yeah. <laughs> Mad Clown rapping on YG type beat. Like, yeah, so it was really fun to listen. And the thing is, I, I can't really uh, differentiate <laughs> the voices. It just felt like a mommy song track. Or a Mad Clown track. <laughs> I didn't really see where the the boundaries begin. Those uh, music actually was really interesting. I I really liked it actually. I liked yeah, the. Yeah, it was really song. out of pocket. Yeah, and it was the it was very raw, and the music yeah. video or visualizer was hilarious. It was really clever. Very fun. Yes, that was very fun episode, and like I think it kind of remind me that like that. Right now, like the soul company became Starship, and now the beautiful noise, it's kind of like, and you, Gyun, too, actually. Yeah. It's like slowly, indie and the mainstream K pop is m- merging, merging yeah. into one, and hopefully, it's going somewhere. It, it will. <laughs> it is yeah, going somewhere right yeah. now, but like, it's it, it takes time. So, like, but I really like his moves as a mm-hmm. rapper. And what he tries to do, I get it. But like, yeah. one thing we all are waiting for is his new album. Yeah, uh, a lot of people have 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 been asking me <laughs> uh, on both artists, uh, Mami San and both Mami San mm. and Mad Clown. But I'm not sure about Mami San, but Mad Clown, uh, he he will be releasing an album. At some point, yeah. sometime next year, probably. Well, uh, f- well, mommy's own recent the for last couple of years, like for four or five years, yeah, mommy's own was really active, yeah. And his music, the Shonen Jump, oh, yeah, that was a really big hit in that Korea. was a mega hit, <laughs> mega hit in Korea. Like, everyone knew that song, and he kind of basically he was, I think, the, the mommy's own is, I think, the first guy who kind of conquered show me the money yeah like, truly like being the first person is not the uh, conquering you know no <laughs> it's being bigger than the show him itself is what you know yeah basically the name value of mommy son itself yeah is bigger than <laughs> show me the money season seven, seven. seven. Yeah, yeah exactly like so he kind of eat off he got yeah <laughs> show <laughs> yeah, he basically finessed mnet yeah <laughs> well, he basically, basically like uh like finessed them uh, exactly yeah yeah it's it kind of remind me of like the snow pierce of the movie like oh yeah yeah many people would like it but like you know this if you guys don't know it like if you're if you guys are watching this you're you're into k culture you definitely have to watch snow piercer it's in netflix and there it's like basically this train and you have to go up yeah. and up and up like a pyramid but the true way to win it is not going upside it's to escape from it mm-hmm. which well you have to see the ending by yourself so I'm not going to talk much about it but which is basically what 
Mami-san did in Show Me yeah. No Money, I think. To, to not be in a system, yeah. to make your own system yeah. is the key, and he actually somehow did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So after that, just those kind of guys keeps coming. Like, I think what Lee chan did was pretty oh, yeah. much the same. Yeah. And <laughs> even uh, even Zero Park from my label probably uh, yeah. is on the same page. Uh I agree. And hopefully I will too uh, make like a system of my own, like like doing my own thing. So. Oh, I think you will. But like right now, it's just your first or second right. dish out single. So you have a t- more time. But I think it'll happen. Yeah, I, for I, sure. I, I agree with you. And like, and this Matt Cloud and Mabison's work, and Mabison made one album, which was really actually, it it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's very comic, very but humorous. It's also, very melancholy and very sad and very. Well, what I got from the dark. album was these, uh, this one clown, mm-hmm. uh, like no pun intended, mad clown. The clown, you know, after a clown like gives out, uh, joy to the people, just like how that one Lee Song song, yeah. uh, you know, clown like. His job is to give joy to people, but who gives joy to the clown? Yeah. yeah so like, what I felt from Mommy Song's first album was that basically. Mm-hmm. So like, after getting drained out, living for other people, there's nothing in me left. Mm-hmm. So it might seem funny and like joyful and energetic. The core energy in that song in the album was really empty, sad, yeah, depressed, yeah, yeah. and lonely. I think being a joker or like a right. officer is actually harder than being a serious guy. Right. It's kind of, you know, like the guy, Matthew Perry, who played Chandler Bing. In Friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can see like no one knows what happened exactly to him, but we can clearly see it was he, his life became empty because he just entertained the whole universe for like 10 years. Right. Yeah, it just made him empty. It was just sad yeah it's just sad yeah. yeah it's and i think for mad clown he tries to balance life and i think it's working because like one thing is his technique like his like <laughs> crazy. crazy yeah it's just it's a level of his rap and i think he's like the best rapper like technically like right now like the crystal clear rhyme and diction yeah. and flow, it's just crazy. And like, he seems like the main character of the Korean hip hop. I can see what you're saying. His, he kind of, I think, come to think of it, he shows us like what K-pop and K-hip hop is. He kind of, I didn't think of it him that way, but the way we talk about it, I can feel, I can see that Mad Clown can be seen as like a, what's just say the the icon that tells you what K-hip-hop is. It's oh, like, yeah. It's like his life kind of resembles what hip-hop, Korean hip-hop has been. It kind of shows you the, the story arc of Korean mm-hmm. hip-hop and what he does right now. It kind of shows what Korean hip-hop is like. That's very interesting to me. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. So that's what we got from Mad Clown. And I was thinking that you to- told me about that. How about we do Epic High 
wow. next, for next week. Cause that is actually a really great topic. Because I think Africa is like even more so like a bridge between K-pop and Idol. Because yeah, actually, in American standpoint, technically Africa is a little bit of a K-pop group too. Yeah, many a little people, bit more like rap oriented K-pop group. Yeah, people. Yeah. many people consider Africa as a K-pop group actually. And they're they. Their albums are super successful. Yeah, like yeah, every yeah. single album. Yeah, and they like sell sell out every shows. Like yeah, even the world tours. And even right now, and like they're really popular even in America. So yeah, it sits well with our like. Yeah, topic. Tablo is like really big in America, right? Yeah, crazy. And like when you see like their younger, like like older shows, like when they did the Music Bank show uh-huh. for the fan and stuff, they do dance like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and they were actually pretty, pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, very idol like. Yeah, actually. Tablo was actually really, uh, really handsome for a rapper. Uh, well, I mean, uh, rappers can be handsome. Come on. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know how they be. Like they are all tough and all, but they're really uh, clean. They're really neat. Yeah, the aesthetic really... was a bit different, especially yeah. Tablo. And I think Africa is a prototype of BTS. Actually, oh, that's a that's a bold statement, but it's I a, but I do agree. But it's a prototype; it's not yeah. the same. You know, it's like they got a inspiration from them. You know, sort mm-hmm. of like it's not a copycat or anything. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, totally yeah. different, as you can see. Yeah, but I do get it because the way uh, they uh, speak out positivity and yeah. love in their songs. Yeah, and then emotion yeah. driven rap and yeah. pop. For instance, like the songs like one. Yep, or yep. Uh, the umbrella, and umbrella, all. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very. That has a very BTS vibe in it. They're all bangers, bro. Yeah, they're all great. So, that's what we will prepare for next week. Well, it's it has been a bit a bit longer episode than usual, but because you know yeah. your single was out, so for sure. So for that, and hopefully, I would get to talk about my single too. But like my book will be released but like it just takes some technical problem too also <laughs> yes which, sir. So, so we'll talk about it later so until then we'll see you next week see you next week guys <laughs>